The podcast is brought to you by Michael Bowen and the Bowen team of Waterstone Mortgage. You got to call Michael Bowen if you're thinking about possibly buying a house this year or maybe even refining. The rates have just dropped. The coronavirus is freaking people out and rates are down. You got to give Michael a call. His phone number is 505-259-8326, 505-259-8326. He can answer any questions that you might possibly have about anything related to mortgages. This guy is a super genius when it comes to mortgages. He's in the President's Club. He's a platinum producer with his company. He's been doing it for a long time, and he's really good at what he does. As a real estate agent, I use Michael Bowen. I refer my clients, I should say, to Michael Bowen all the time because I know if I do, they're going to be in good hands. Give Michael a call today. His phone number is 505-259-8326, NMLS number 214602. Michael Bowen and the Bowen team of Waterstone Mortgage, proud sponsor of the Buck and Dex podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Pure Life. Pure Life is a medical cannabis company, and they are New Mexico's fastest growing medical cannabis company in the state. Right now, they currently have six locations with two more coming this summer. If you happen to be a medical card holder, you're going to want to go with the best. That's why you're going to go with Pure Life. Pure Life has everything that you could possibly think of. They have tinctures, they have pre-rolls. They probably carry more strains than any other dispensary in the state of New Mexico. Their staff is amazing. We actually set up over there a couple of weeks ago and recorded an episode of the podcast. And I have to tell you, just watching their staff interact with the customers and clients that come through there, it was absolutely amazing. A lot of times when you get into retail, you kind of get those people that just don't really seem to give a shit about you. That's not the case at Pure Life. I saw their bud tenders take the time to get to know people, talk to them, consummate professionals, 100%. Check them out online, purelifenm.com for all your medical cannabis needs. The podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Unleashed Sports Nutrition. They're on the corner of Southern and Unser in Rio Rancho with a new location coming to the Winrock Town Center. Unleashed Sports Nutrition has been super helpful for myself and Dex as well. I've been on this kick since last July, and I just, after having a physical talk to my doctor, he kind of talked to me about nutrition and fitness, and I just kind of had a shift in my mindset, so I started, uh, so I started working out. I knew that I needed something to go along with that. So I called Corey over at Unleashed Sports Nutrition, went and met with him, and he got me set up. He got me on the Intech protein powder. He got me on the post-workout stuff. He got me on some BCAs. I'm telling you, if you take the time and go in there, spend 20 minutes talking with Corey, he will get you set up and get you dialed into a program that you need. Check those guys out. Unleashed Sports Nutrition. They're in the corner of Southern and Unser. Make sure to tell them Buck and Dex sent you so you can get the Buck and Dex podcast deal. Back by popular demand. Come on. You've been waiting for the world famous Buck and Dex show. Here we go. Count it down, Dex. Three. No, don't count four, it down. Just introduce our guest. Full Metal Jackie. Welcome to the Buck and Dex podcast. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Hey, you know, hello. For your name, I've got to say, you don't sound like you say the name Full Metal Jackie, and, and I expect you to sound like a woman that. Like brushes like her Sergeant, teeth, Sergeant Slaughter. Like brushes her teeth with bourbon and smokes like five thousand cigarettes a day, and you don't sound anything like that. I do all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for being on the podcast. I was uh, actually texting with Jackie about a week and a half ago, 
and she was supposed to be on the show with us last week, but something came up, and she had to take an unexpected trip to Germany to go be with Five Finger Death Punch. That's right. Dex was very disappointed. Unexpected trips to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Last minute trip to Germany. Dex was very bummed because he is, uh, since we were unceremoniously fired from the radio station five years ago, almost five years ago, Dex has been kind of like a wayward soul. He got another job in radio and he was doing that. And now he has found his path and he's going to be actually a fireman. And he's, yeah, and he's wow. been like, he's transformed himself uh, physically. Thank and you, so, he's, thank you, bud. He's in the best shape of his life, according to him. How do I look? I, I'm, you look like Dex, <laughs> uh, just not as fat. Um, I appreciate that. And uh, he listens to Five Finger Death Punch every day when he's running like 15 miles a day, literally runs like 15 miles a day. Can I speak for myself now? Go ahead. Full Metal Jackie. I need you to pass it on to uh, Five Finger Death Punch that they are responsible for this physique that I now have, these abs that are sticking through my underbelly, and they're there still. They're not, I can't see them yet, but I know they're there. <laughs> and uh, no, on a serious note, seriously, my playlist is pretty much nothing but Five Finger Death Punch because I have so much hate inside of me that it fuels the fire within me and uh i'm able to run a half marathon a day because of five finger death punch so thank them for me that's awesome i will pass that along and i think that that's a that's not an uncommon story like i feel like there's definitely like we've, we've heard so many stories about um you know veterans and you know people armed forces people that have told us that they have listened to music when they're like you know they're going into battle Mm -hmm. um you know it's it definitely lends itself to uh to all of that so i'll pass that along how did you (laughs) i'm glad it helped you thank you thank you jackie how did you discover these guys what what were you just out at a show did you get invited and all of a sudden you are you find yourself um in the mosh pit and you're just throwing elbows and then you're like oh my gosh these guys are pretty good they need to get signed (laughs) it didn't happen exactly like that but i like the visuals on that (laughs) um actually i found them on myspace remember myspace yeah oh yeah so i found them on myspace Uh, at that time i was doing a metal show um on the radio in los angeles and uh some somebody brought their name up to me, like a listener called and mentioned them. And I was like, what a weird name. And I looked them up on MySpace and, you know, heard the bleeding and a couple other songs off the first record. And I was like blown away, which is hard when, you know, obviously you get, you know, as, as radio guys, I'm sure you have been handed a million CDs or whatever it was over the years, like, Hey, check out my band, check out my band. And you hear so much stuff that it's hard for, to hear new music and go, wow. And that's what it did to me. And it just happened to be that I remember it was like a Monday or a Tuesday. And I looked on their MySpace page and they were playing at the whiskey like that week, like a few days later. And, um, I actually, you know, uh, connected with somebody um, I think it was, you know, Daryl Roberts, who was a former guitar player in the band. Yep. And, and he and I connected on MySpace and I was like, Hey, I'd love to come check out your band. You know, I was working for a big management company and I was like, do you guys have any management label? No, they don't have, well, they had a manager. They didn't have a label. 
So I, um, you know, shared the CD with everyone at my office. And I, I, I actually found a note recently where I was like, hey, this band has no label. Um, I'm going to see them. They're playing at the Whiskey. This is pretty amazing. Check them out. And so I went to the Whiskey. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to the Whiskey before, but it's a small, yeah. uh, small stage. And I watched this band, you know, do an arena type performance energy wise on a little tiny stage in a little tiny club. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, that show, I felt it and I knew it right away. Um, you know, like it's just, you got to trust your gut. Yeah. Right. I mean, how many times have you ever gone against your instinct and said, I should have just listened to my instinct. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're always, I feel like we always need to. Tr- so I felt it and I knew it right away. And I'm like, I, I, I thought in my, you know, company I was working at at the time, and, you know, which, by the way, I was like an assistant there, you know, I wasn't like, a, you know, I was like, you guys, you have to see this band. They're great. They don't have a label. I'm sure that someone's going to scoop this up and then you guys will all be sorry. And I, I remember at that time, there was always a story. I'm not going to mention which band it was, but where the company I was working for passed on a band that ultimately became, you know, an arena level type band. And it always would get brought up. And I said, this is going to be another one of those stories. And I'm going to remind you all. <laughs> if we pa- if we miss this opportunity, and I will remind you forever that I brought you this band, I'm going to frame this note and remind you every day. Like I, you know, uh, fuck, you know me, I'm relentless. Yes, you are. If I want something. Yep. People usually give in because they just want me to shut up or go away. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're so, friends because we're very we're cut from the same cloth. Right. You got to be a little persistent, and you know, I'm from New York. I don't take no for an answer. I'm very pushy. You know. Yeah. So anyway, um, we signed the band for, um, you know, label and ultimately management because during that process, they ended up uh, firing their, their manager at that time and signed them for management and label. And I uh, traveled with the band. Um, and as a matter of fact, Buck, I think one of the early times I met you was when I, you know, was traveling with the band on might have been the Family Values Tour or Mayhem. I don't even remember which festival it was, but um you know, I, I traveled with the, the band and, uh, you know, brought radio people down to go see them. And ultimately, you know, they had a, a song that we put out to radio called The Bleeding. And it was this band that, you know, with a name called Five Finger Death Punch that ended up Great with a name. top 10 hit and became, you know, a staple at the format. Yeah. You know, I actually remember the show that you're talking about. And it was actually... Wasn't it Mayhem? It, no, it wasn't a Mayhem. It was, uh, that was after... Was it the, Family Values? It wasn't even Family Values. So what happened was you had contacted me because I was the music director at the radio station. And you talked to me about this band. And we started... I think we were one of the first... I think we were one of the first stations in the country, actually, to start playing Five Finger Death Punch. We started playing The Bleeding. And you had actually arranged for the band to come out and play our not-so-silent night Christmas show that we oh, had. did they? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was either that or it was either that or Take the Edge Off Hunger. It was one of the two. Yeah. And it was, a, it was a show that we did where we either collected toys or food. And I remember that um, uh, we were going to a ticket stop or something like that. And I had a, who did I have in the car? I had Ivan in the car and somebody else. And we were pulling up to a ticket stop and, and, uh, and Ivan looked at everybody. There was this huge line of people. I mean, there must've been two, 300 people in line to get like a hundred tickets. 
and he was like blown away by it. And he just kind of, he had this look on his face, kind of like a kid at Christmas. He's like, is it cool if we get out and talk to him? <laughs> and I was like, yes, dude, it is way cool if we get out and talk to him. So yeah, that was pretty cool. That was, yeah. that was, uh, that was, uh, I, I think that. that was when we actually, cause we had been talking for a long time. And I think that's actually maybe the first time we actually met in person. That was pretty, uh, yeah, and Ivan is one of those just down to earth guys, you know, he's, he was always so good to us. So nice. Uh, the whole band, really, we've interviewed him uh, quite a few times over the years. Yeah. So Jackie, for people who aren't familiar with you, this is Full Metal Jackie. She is not, she not only manages Five Finger Death, Death Punch and didn't just discover them, but she also works for a record label and you also have a syndicated radio show and you're an author. I always kind of like to say that you're the hardest working woman in show business that I know in, in the music industry, as far as I'm concerned, because I mean, you've won all kinds of awards for like independent promoter of the year. And I mean, God knows what else. I mean, you've, you've won all kinds of stuff. How do you do it all? Because I do a lot now. I mean, we have a couple of live music venues and I've got my real estate stuff and we've got the podcast and I find it hard to juggle all that stuff. How do you make time? Because you have way more going on than I do. Um, well, I don't have any kids. That's so. true. Yeah, that's that's a, that's <laughs> yeah. those little uh, those little suckers, man. They're deterrents. They'll slow you down every time you got something planned. Are you married? <laughs> uh, I am married. Okay. I don't have any kids though. But um, I think it's really all about it's time management. Um, you know, I have very specific days and time frames that I do certain things, and I have to stick to that. Um, and you know, I I. I'm in an office or in my studio for a lot of hours a day and, um, you know, don't do a lot of lunches. Uh, <laughs> and you know, during the week it's very, it's very busy for me. So, yeah. uh, work hard, play hard though. Right. That's right. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit about the radio program. You have, I remember when this launched too, Jackie and I've been friends for a while. You launched this radio program and we used to actually carry it here at the edge and it's called full metal Jackie. How did, how did this whole thing come up? Because you had started, you were doing, were you doing the show at that station in LA first? Yes. Yeah, so um, originally, so this radio station popped up in Los Angeles called Indy 1031. And they had Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols doing middays. We had Rob Zombie doing a show one night a week. Henry Rollins did a show. Um, also Dave Navarro. Um you know, it, an amazing station, once in a lifetime, kind of like never going to be another station uh, like that. So the station popped up and uh, I was like, I want to pitch the program director about doing a metal show because I live in Los Angeles. There's no active rock station here. There's no metal sta show station, anything. It's crazy. So, um, you know, I, I met the program director, had like multiple meetings with him. And I was like, listen. I want to do a metal show that you will have to do nothing. You will not have to lift a finger and I promise you it'll be great and we need it. And you know, like Los Angeles deserves it. So I convinced the program director of an alternative station in Los Angeles <laughs> to let me do a metal show one night a week. And uh, he's, well, basically he was like, why don't you come in this Wednesday night? Cause it was originally on a Wednesday night and then let's see what happens. So, I started that week and I was on the air until that station went off the air. So I started doing a show. It was called chaos. And I remember because 
I had a job, you know, I was working for a management company and a label. I was like, maybe I shouldn't use my real name. And I was going to use a fake name for, <laughs> Your and, stage and I, name. I was like, yes. So, um, for, for whatever reason, I was going to use the name Jasmine. Like I looked, <laughs> I was like, that's a good, that's a good stripper name. Isn't it? Like it's a good, yes, it is a total why. stripper I, name. I, I thought of the name. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go on the air and say, and my name is Jasmine. And I remember I cracked the mic the first break, completely forgot, said Jackie. And that was it. I was like, oh, I guess that's not happening. So the show was called Chaos with Jackie. And I did the show for, you know, I, uh, it was once a week. And I was at the station every single day. Like after my other job, I'd come to the station and I was either, you know, doing interviews or, you know, whatever we did. Other, I did other stuff for the station too. And I, once in a while, I'd be there during the day and Steve Jones, uh, would like bring me into the studio during his show. And I came in during one of his shows and he's like, Oh look, it's full metal Jackie. That's I'm sorry. That's a bad British accent, but I tried my best. But anyway, the program director was like, that's your new name. That's it. That's a big thing. I was like, that's cool. Like, it's a great name. I, me. I mean, Sound, yeah. yeah I like love it. Steve, to have Steve Jones from the sex pistols come name up you. with it. Like, yeah. Right. So, so then it became chaos with full metal Jackie. And because, in addition to doing my radio show, I also worked for a management company and worked for a record label doing promotions. I was out traveling, visiting, and I, that's how I you know, became friendly with programmers around the country. And I remember originally, uh, you know, my, my friend was programming a station in Colorado Springs and was like, hey, when are you going to do a metal show for me? And I was like, I, I, like, I, was like wow, I guess I could, right? Mm-hmm. So I bought Full Metal Jackie, you know, the domain. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, trademarked the name and everything. And I started doing this show that didn't say, Hey, you know, full metal Jackie on chaos and the radio station that I was on. And I did a, you know, when I say generic form of the show, I only mean, I didn't say where I was. And then I, you know, did a version that had, you know, that station's call letters and everything. And then, um, so suddenly I'm syndicating my show to one station and then Buck, I believe you were like the second station, yep. uh, Cause then I told you I was doing that and you're like, Hey, what about me? And I was like, I guess I can yeah. do more than a second station. And so, you know, then I, ha- I just was syndicating it. That happened to like, it was you and then, uh, Salt, uh, Salt Lake city. And I can't remember what, 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 what other markets at the beginning, but it was like five or six stations, um, that I was just doing it on my own. And then I was approached by a syndication company, uh, to, you know, then handle uh, the syndication. Who's uh, out of your show? So if people, have, if people haven't heard your show before, it's just like a straight metal show that, you know, where you're interviewing people. I mean, you've had everybody that you could think of on. I mean, you've had Al Jorgensen. You've had Rob Halford. I mean, you've had everybody that you could possibly think of on. Who has been your least favorite interview that you've done? Because I know sometimes people wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Like Dex and I have done interviews before. Like we interviewed uh, Rob Zombie. The first time we interviewed Rob Zombie, he was such a dick to us. He was such an asshole. And then the second time we interviewed him, he was like our best friend. You, you know, I mean, I guess people just have bad oh, totally. days. Oh, totally. Yeah. You yeah. can get people. Everybody has bad days. You know, it's hard. It's, it's hard to um, put on. Uh, you know, a happy face or voice when you're pissed off about something. Not everybody's able to do that, right? Um, but I, I'd say my least favorite interview I ever did was Gene Simmons. Um, that makes sense. I, and I actually didn't even want to um, <laughs> do an interview with him, but he had a book coming out at that time. And I guess the bookstore 
was like, bought some advertising at the station. Salesperson was like, Hey, would you do an interview with Gene Simmons? I'm like, I guess. <laughs> so I did an interview with him. Did he hit on you? I re- he he was so gross, <laughs> and I disagreed with something that he said. And he was like, "Well, that's okay. You're really just a baby maker, so it's not really as if it matters." <laughs> and I said, um, "Cool. Well, good luck with your book signing. I'm not airing this, and your wig is not fooling anybody. Goodbye." And I <laughs> go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Oh, great. <laughs> you know, that's actually not the first time I've heard bad stuff about Gene Simmons. You know, he's just, he was like, I guess he was like always a ladies man, like through the seventies and eighties. And he doesn't realize that it's yeah. 30, 40 years later and he just needs to calm down. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I got to tell you, like, I think that he's always had old man face, even as a young man, like, you know, like young men who had old man face, Oh yeah, uh-huh. like that they looked old, even when they were young. Like, I don't think that guy ever was handsome he was like he's 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 permanent benjamin button he's always been old looking ever since he was born (laughs) yeah Yeah, right there you go yeah i was i was sitting here thinking about some of uh the interviews that buck and i had had done over the years and one that stands out to me that is a total bummer now because back when i when we got to interview this person i didn't know much about him all i knew about him that he was eddie murphy's brother charlie murphy oh yeah and Charlie Murphy was like 20 minutes late to the interview. And then when we got him on, he was the biggest dick. And I remember being a dick back. And eventually, finally, I just hung up on him in the middle of the interview. Like, I hung up on Charlie Murphy during the interview because he was such a dick. Really? Yeah. And then later on, I'm like watching some of his stuff from, you know, SNL to, you know, all these funny videos. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, he's so great. And then after he passed, I heard some other great stories about him and stuff. But I think he was just having a really, really bad day when he talked to us. People have bad days, man. They do. People have bad days. Jackie, with all the stuff that you've done, I mean, all the stuff that you've done and you do, uh, do you have any like weird shit that you've seen? I mean, because you'll go and you'll like... She'll go out and she'll host like these festivals like Rock on the, what's it called? Rock on the Range. And I mean, you're always doing stuff like that, doing red carpet stuff. What's some weird stuff that you've seen out there that you're just like, man, if I told somebody this, I don't think they would believe me. How many satanic rituals have you seen with these metal shows? (laughs) Well, I think that um, people would probably be surprised at, and most people who've like never been backstage, like, you, you know, that everyone's like, Oh, can I get passes? Can I get a backstage pass? And I think that most people don't know that backstage is so boring. Mm. Like if you want to see a bunch of band guys sitting on a leather couch with a cheap light, all looking at their phones, please go backstage. Yeah. But I think that the vision that like 80s videos put in everyone's minds about like hookers and blow (laughs) and all sorts of fun and craziness going on backstage is not what's happening like at all. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I mean, bunch back, of roadies. Yeah. Back, backstage is just like I, I guess probably the weirdest shit you see backstage is probably like the roadies with the band. Yeah, you know, and they haven't showered in days and they stink. And yeah, that's probably the weirdest shit that happens. Yeah, back. I mean, I hate to like you know you know like when you you know you were a kid and you, I don't know I mean listen I grew up in New York so our vacations were like Disney World right and like if you ever saw if a kid sees like Mickey Mouse without the ears on I think it could be like incredibly traumatic. So maybe we shouldn't blow anyone's like idea 
and they, maybe we should keep the you know the idea that <laughs> the it's idea all live. exciting yeah. and all the fun's really happening backstage. <laughs> There's really stripper but, poles back uh, there and midgets and ponies, <laughs> right? <laughs> Endless drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um. Uh. What else? So uh, you know what I wanted to ask oh. you, Jackie. Um, is the whole record label thing now? How how much has that changed? You know, since I mean, it's twenty twenty, and I know just since Buck and I got let go in in twenty fifteen, it was it changed quite a bit from when we started in the early two thousands. What's what's it like to work for a record label now? Is it uh, do you find it harder to get music out there? Is it easier? What's it like? Well, I think just things have evolved. And like, just so you know, I wasn't in the record business in, you know, I'm not an old lady. I have, I was not in the record business in the heyday of, you know, uh, things being tremendous. I think that I got into it when things were starting to go downhill, but it's definitely changing because it's, it's, you know, there are still people that are buying albums, not as many, uh, but it's really more about streaming yeah. um, and de- developing uh, a-, a band and it's, it's streaming, it's, uh, you know, touring and merch. It's, you know, it- it's all very different. I mean, when, when it was just purely album sales, um, things were great. And I'm, I'm sure it was a- an amazing time. I feel like I was born too late. I would have loved to have, I love listening to stories like some of the, record veterans that I get to work with and that I know, and I ask about those stories, um, you know, like about things that went on, like things that we only see in the movies now, or things yeah. when they make fun of record, re- record people, you know, showing up, um, or, you know, record people are always made fun of in movies. Like they always are like cartoonish and they're always like, super high on coke. Yeah. About, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Just people that are just like, don't care about their artists and, um, you know, are, are purely about the business and, um, you know, don't even like the music and whatever. So, but I don't think it's, I don't, I, I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, fully realistic. I'm sure that there are some people that are, that are like that, but you know, there are, there are people that are in the music business that are actually passionate about music and passionate about, uh, breaking artists. And because I work for, you know, a management company and a label, and I'm also a radio person. I look at things, I think, a little differently. Um, you know, a lot of label, you know, record people who are promotions people, they want to chart their bands, right? Yeah. They want to get top tens and number ones because, you know, I don't know, I guess they make their bonuses and, and whatever else that happens. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not going to say that I don't like getting high on charts with the bands that I work with, but I also think of, like, I'm more thinking of the careers of these artists, right? Because it's not like, okay, now this band gets number one, now drop them and it's the next band's turn. You know, I like the idea of songs that are legit hits sticking around for a while and becoming library tracks that will live on forever. That's how you build, you know, careers. Yeah. Um, it's not just about the now and, uh, you know, getting a record, you know, t- to be number one. Again, I'm not putting down getting a number one record. I've been very fortunate to have quite a few and it is monumental, and I celebrate it every time. But I'm just saying it's not all about that. There's more to it. Yeah. You know, I'm actually, we're down, we, we record this in my basement, and behind me, I have 
a bunch of gold and platinum records up that were sent to me from record labels. You know what I'm missing? My Five Finger Death Punch album. It's not up on my wall. Oh, my gosh. It's not there. I've got Flyleaf. I've got Cake and 311. No Five Finger Death Punch back behind me. It's ridiculous. That's a bummer. It is a bummer. Are, it's probably are you just saying a, that you never got it or sa- that you have it and you have it you don't have it hung up. I'm saying I never got it. I'm sure it's probably an oversight on your label's <laughs> part, but you know, if they can just correct that issue for us, that would be good because we're going to start doing video <laughs> soon and I need Ivan's face behind me. Noted. Making you my sidekick was the biggest mistake of my life. Can you two please put your petty differences aside and behave like adults? We may not always get along. Go to hell, fathead. I'm very proud of myself. There's nothing special about you get over yourself. Just leave the room, please. What the hell is wrong with you? Can we all just get along? Come on, people. Please don't do this. Just please. The podcast is brought to you by Michael Bowen and the Bowen team of Waterstone Mortgage. You gotta call Michael Bowen if you're thinking about possibly buying a house this year or maybe even refining. The rates have just dropped. The coronavirus is freaking people out and rates are down. You got to give Michael a call. His phone number is 505-259-8326, 505-259-8326. He can answer any questions that you might possibly have about anything related to mortgages. This guy is a super genius when it comes to mortgages. He's in the President's Club. He's a platinum producer with his company. He's been doing it for a long time and he's really good at what he does. As a real estate agent, I use Michael Bowen. I refer my clients, I should say, to Michael Bowen all the time because I know if I do, they're going to be in good hands. Give Michael a call today. His phone number is 505-259-8326, NMLS number 214602. Michael Bowen and the Bowen team of Waterstone Mortgage, proud sponsor of the Buck Index podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Pure Life. Pure Life is a medical cannabis company, and they are New Mexico's fastest growing medical cannabis company in the state. Right now, they currently have six locations with two more coming this summer. If you happen to be a medical card holder, you're going to want to go with the best. That's why you're going to go with Pure Life. Pure Life has everything that you could possibly think of. They have tinctures, they have pre-rolls. They probably carry more strains than any other dispensary in the state of New Mexico. Their staff is amazing. We actually set up over there a couple of weeks ago and recorded an episode of the podcast. And I have to tell you, just watching their staff interact with the customers and clients that come through there, it was absolutely amazing. A lot of times when you get into retail, you kind of get those people that just don't really seem to give a shit about you. That's not the case at Pure Life. I saw their bud tenders take the time to get to know people, talk to them, consummate professionals, 100%. Check them out online, purelifenm.com for all your medical cannabis needs. The following program contains material not suitable for children. There is absolutely nothing inappropriate about my program. Today's show is for adults only. It's got a little bit of a zing to it. Due to the graphic nature of today's show, parental guidance is strongly suggested. This is not a kid's environment. Clean up your act. If you if you had to pick, I mean, all of the stuff that you do, do you have something that's your favorite? It's really hard to say. And I think about it sometimes, like, because every once in a while, as I'm sure you know, Bucks, this is somebody who does 20 different things. Once in a while, you're like, should I really be doing all of these things? <laughs> like, maybe if I focused on just one or maybe just two instead of, like, five. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be so tiring. It wouldn't be so hard, but it's been a problem for my whole life. I've always had multiple jobs and uh, wanted to do everything. 
Yeah. Um, so it's hard to pick one. There's different aspects of everything that I do that I really enjoy. And I feel very fortunate to, uh, you know, be able to explore all of, all of it. Yeah. My wife always t- says that to me. She's like, no new stuff. Not until you drop something else. You have to stop something before you start something else. Yeah. It's just like, it's like when you want to get a new pair of shoes. It's like you got to get rid of a pair of shoes if you're going to put a new pair of shoes in the closet. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Is that just a girl thing? I don't know. I don't think I don't think so. I think it's probably just a wise. It's it's something kind of wise to do. You know, I mean, time is the great equalizer for everybody. You know, it's it's the one thing that everybody in this world, besides being a human being, has in common. Is like we all have the same number of hours in the day, and how you choose to use that is is the great equalizer. Yes, Dex. Full Metal yeah. Jackie, question for you. <laughs> yeah. I was We were talking about this the other day on the podcast and uh, just radio in general and how it's changed and where it's at. You know, most radio stations are just complete bullshit now because it's just all automated. You know, it's like it just just a bunch of music and then there's, you know, all the jocks, all the DJs on the station. They don't even, they're not local. You know, they're from other parts of the country. The Edge is now fully automated. Yeah. They just got rid of their last live people last week. And that's very sad. Ago. It's yeah. very, very sad, you know? And and um, we were t- kind of talking about what if radio somehow found a way to go back to where it used to be, where there was a live DJ on taking phone calls, spinning records, just doing it like the old school way. Do you think, do you think the that would somehow have some sort of like, resurgence in radio because and that I wouldn't necessarily say radio is is it dying is it one of those things it's kind of it's different it's, it's not different. dying it's different yeah but uh, I don't know man it's like people I think are it's streaming just evolving it's yeah, been, yeah. It's, it's evolving man I mean like people are streaming but you know what um as a promotions person I can tell you that you notice an uptick in streaming when you have a higher audience at radio so therefore, people hear songs on the radio and they go listen to it on streaming. Yeah. So I think one thing complements the other, and um, there's always, you know, yes, it's it's more challenging, and that's just that's more challenging for radio to uh, be more attractive than just opening up your Spotify app. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I think that nothing will ever compare to having, you know, local radio being just a part of your life and, mm-hmm. um, you know, local DJs, you know, like I remember, like, uh, like I've worked at some great radio stations over the years and, uh, you know, when you go out to events and you meet listeners and you realize how much the radio station is a part of people's lives, whether they listen to it on the way to work or they listen to it all day while they're working or they listen at night when they're trying to win tickets or for special shows or whatever for features and they want to win stuff, whatever it is, you realize there, you know, nothing can really compare to that. Spotify can't do that. No, no, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because I mean, <clears throat> even after we launched this podcast, so we launched this podcast on December 21st of last year of 2019. And literally within I'd say probably 10 days of launching all of the social media stuff. We were up into the thousands of people following us and just getting messages. were just pouring in like, guys, we're glad you're back. Grew up with you listening to you. You know, I've listened to you since I was 14 years old. Super happy you're back. So you're right. You, you can't replace that experience that people 
have with radio. Yeah. People always ask me if I think radio is ever going to go away, if it's going to die. I don't think I don't think terrestrial radio will ever go away, ever. It's always going to be it's always going to be there. It's just going to be different. You know, mm-hmm. it's just going to be different. That's yeah, what I think. Everything's going to continue to change. And, you know, radio is going to evolve just like everything else. Yeah. Jackie, what is the greatest live band, live metal show that you've seen? And you can't say Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> the greatest live show metal show I've yeah. ever seen. Like, so. Yeah. Like sometimes you walk out of a show and you're like, man, is that real life? Did that just happen? Yeah. And you're just like totally in shock. I love Gojira, and they're an amazing band. They're actually on tour with uh, uh, the Deftones this year. Oh, cool! Yeah. They are. Yep. Yeah, I, I, the last time I got to see them uh, out here was on that Knot Fest tour. They did it was Slipknot and Volbeat, Gojira and Behemoth, which was tremendous and so good. Although it was like summertime mm. out in the desert, Ugh. and and it's like. Oh my God. You know what? I, I remember I was wearing this, like I bought these, this little, this fan that you wear around your neck on a necklace, like a little handheld fan. Yeah. And that's like literally the best invention. And next time I'm, I go to a festival like that, I'm going to sell them. I'm going to be the guy outside. <laughs> no, like, you can't do that because you have to fans. stop. You have to quit another job before you can do that. <laughs> you can't right. do that. Totally right. Not the highest and All best right, use of your time. About, <clears throat> I, I got to think about what I gotta, I'm going to quit. Thank you. Jackie, how can people listen? Because Albuquerque is a very, very metal town. Now, I know that things change and things evolve and, you know, radio station formats are always kind of going with the ebbs and flows of what's happening, what's happening like sonically and musically. Um, but Albuquerque will be and forever will be a metal town. There's no two ways about it. How can people listen to you? Because your show's not on here anymore. So how can people go on and actually listen to what you do? Because what well, there's you... actually, yeah, there's actually quite a few, few ways. And there's a lot of people that listen to my show that don't even listen in their own market. Um, sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's I'm fine. Go rude. ahead. On the website, fullmetaljackieradio.com, I have all the stations that I'm on when it airs and, you know, links to the radio station so people could find a time that suits them. But in addition, I also program a Full Metal Jackie channel on the iHeartRadio app, which I've been doing for quite a few years. And that app actually re-airs, you know, my show twice a week that airs over the weekend. So... There's a couple of different places. Okay. And then also there's podcasts of all my interviews on the website and on iTunes. Well, you know, it's funny. We're actually on, I, that was the first service to approve us was iHeartRadio. Well, you know, when you submit your podcast, it's kind of funny. It's, it's like a, it's the whole Hakuna Matata <laughs> thing. It's like full circle. We've come yeah. back and now we're back on iHeartRadio. It is weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jackie, what are some metal bands, some new metal bands that people should be like on the lookout for? I mean, always looking out for good new music. If you had to pick just a couple of bands and throw them out there and say, if you don't <clears throat> listen to this band, you're you're doing a disservice to yourself. Okay. Um, Code Orange is a good one. Amity Affliction, sort, sort of new, but not really. Kveller Talk, that's their Norwegian I've kind of assumed um, with the Zva. 
<laughs> this <is> fun name. <laughs> um, let's see. We came as Romans. I love oh, those guys. Good, yeah. good, you know. Love those guys. Barry tomorrow. Gate creeper. Okay. You know who I really enjoy as well, Jackie. Full Metal Jackie. One of my other favorite bands is uh, uh, Asking Alexandria. Asking Alexandria is a great band. Love that. Also, uh, Johnny Castration. Johnny Castration. <laughs> you ever heard of them? <laughs> He's just saying that because I have a, a framed Johnny Cash picture down here from when he played a Pope Joy. I haven't heard of that band, but it's it got a laugh. So. Go, a, go to MySpace. They're on there. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> they have a MySpace page. <laughs> hey, so tomorrow on our podcast, on our ne- or I should say tomorrow, on our next episode of the podcast, Chuck Hammond is going to be joining us. I'm going to start doing this for the people, the guests that are on our podcast. Uh, Chuck Hammond was the market manager for iHeartMedia here when we were terminated. He was our boss. He was the, the general manager of the radio group. He handed us the manila envelope. And he's actually going to be on the show uh, with us the next time we're on. So if you were going to be cool. if you're going to be in our shoes, what question, what one question would you ask him? Hmm. What did it feel like handing me that manila envelope knowing you were about to turn my life upside down? It's a great question. It's so good. I'm taking notes. I'm writing this down. What did it feel like <laughs> to hand us? The no, manila when envelope? you no, she said when you handed when you handed the manila envelope. Yeah. Manila manila. Okay. Okay. Very good. It's a great question, Jackie. Got it. All right. Full Metal Jackie, I know you're super busy, and I totally, totally appreciate you taking the time to do this because you've got a billion things going. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, this this will actually air today. I will send you a link to it, and uh, you'll be able to check it out and, and see what you think. We'll tag you on Instagram and all that. We'll tag you on Instagram. Please share so we can get some of your Full Metal Jackie <laughs> awesome. followers. Okay. Yeah, right. you guys tweet, I'll, I'll retweet as well. Yeah, we tweet, we uh, Insta, we... Do you snap Dex? Dex is kind of doing no, all the social media. don't do media. snap anymore. How, your girlfriend won't let you have Snapchat. We'll are, see. You, are you TikTok? <laughs> no, that, no, that's not it at all. It's just, it is for like kids. It's stupid. It's too much. I, I mean, Facebook, Instagram. I know, that's and, what I said. Yeah, that's, that's all you need. I don't need anything else. I know, every time a new platform comes out, I'm like, stop. Stop already. Yeah, I can't do anymore. I, I can't. I TikTok, can't. Do, I can't TikTok. That. I can't yeah. Tumblr. I can't. You know. You know. What we might have to do those. We might have to Twitch because we can just stick up cameras and do this, and people will just watch us as yeah, we do this. I mean, and it's like this weird, fucking voyeuristic thing that people are into now. We try. I don't know. YouTube is just. If we're gonna do video, you just everybody goes to YouTube now. That's yeah. where it's at. All right. Right, Jackie. That's right, Jackie. One last question before we let you go. Dex, before he came down here to record the podcast today, he stopped to get a burger. We live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We live in the desert, so far away from the fucking ocean that it is not even funny. And my genius co-host here decided to go to a burger joint and get a seafood burger. It was a Bayou burger. It was the what burger? It was the, bu- bu- the, the bayou. bayou. You know, down on the bayou. It's the bayou burger. And it was a it was a Krabby Patty burger. And it had <laughs> shrimp and cheese. Oh. And it looked like marinara sauce. And it looked so good on the picture. <laughs> it looked so good. It had coleslaw on it. 
It looked beautiful. And then I got it and I just had to eat it. Cause you know, you spend 12 bucks for a burger and you're like, well, I got to eat this thing. And I love seafood. And then I got about halfway through the thing and it was disgusting, but I felt like I had to finish it. I actually do feel better after I dropped the bomb in, in Buck's toilet. Yeah, he so. blew up my bathroom. <laughs> I actually heard it across the house. It was disgusting. I'm like, I gotta go. Oh bro. my I'm goodness. Yeah. yeah. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> We're too far away from the ocean, man. You can't do that. Hey, man. I love sushi. I never have an issue with sushi here. Yeah, it's just scary. Good sushi here in Albuquerque. All right, Jackie, we're going to let you go. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast with us. Next time Five Finger comes to town, you should just plan a trip and come down here and we can all go hang out and just hang out like old times. I I would love that. All right. I'll bring your gold record with me. Please do. Beautiful. Full Metal Jackie, thank you. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye, Jackie. I will say my stomach feels better. No, um, I imagine it does because I could literally, I heard you across the house. Yeah. I was in my bedroom when you went to use the bathroom on the other side of the house. Yeah. And I heard that. It was awful. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. That The one good thing, I don't know if the, if you're like this, but immediately when I eat something that doesn't feel right. Sit right. My gut just goes, uh-uh, nope. Not going to happen. And yeah. it's about five, 10 minutes after I eat something. You know, sometimes it takes a while to digest, and then usually it's hours later. Yeah. That doesn't happen with me. It's usually pretty instant with me. So now I feel pretty good. I feel a lot better. Thank you for letting me clean myself. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad I could, I'm glad I could help. Um, I want to talk to you about something, and I don't know if you have an opinion on this, but this is something that I've been seeing that I think we need to try to eradicate off of social media. Okay. So on Facebook, Instagram, you can create a story, right? Mm -hmm. You can post a video, whatever, you have your story. Facebook is becoming increasingly annoying with stories because I think there needs to be a cap on the number of posts you have in your story. Yes. And I think that number is three. Just three? I think you should be able to have three posts on your story and the reason why is because i'll get hooked and sucked into that little wormhole of stories and just watch people's stories and you know usually it's like one story you know one video or whatever a couple three and then you get to somebody who has i don't know maybe 20 25 oh i've i have some that are more than that you need to stop that. not no not me i'm talking about my oh, friends seen, yeah yeah i don't yeah. do that and especially, especially the people that are doing it and they're taking like Snapchat filters or whatever, mm. and they're just doing all these different photographs of themselves with <laughs> these stupid fucking Snapchat, Snapchat filters with like the dog ears yeah. and the tongue sticking out, you know. I don't the, see much of those anymore, though. Oh, man. I saw one last night. Well, that's why I'm bringing it up now, because I saw it last night. And, um, it was, there was a woman, I can't remember what her name is. I'm going to have to unfriend her actually, if I can figure it out, because that's just, it's, that's not okay. But she literally had probably like 20 or 25 of these little video photo things with her, with like all these different Snapchat filters on it. And then you have to sit there and click through all of them just to get to the next one. It's, it's annoying. You know, you know what, you know, what bothers me the most is 
and it's usually the girls because I don't know if I've seen any guys do this now that I think about it. But it's them lip syncing to yes. the, the music. Yes. <laughs> and they're trying to be all sexy yeah. and they're and it's stop like, it. What are you doing? Just stop it. What are you doing? You might as well be wearing what white sunglasses and affliction t shirts. Seriously. Come on. And white headphones. Do you know and white headphones? You know, um, do you find yourself tapping really quick to get through them? Or do you swipe? Because if you swipe, you don't have to watch all the stories. Yeah, but I mean, what if there's something? Well, I mean, you know, anybody you who has... You feel like you're going to miss out on something? You got FOMO? I don't have FOMO. I think that, you know, a majority of the time I do I do just swipe through it and just go to the next one because, uh, you know, I think it's rude that you're going to sit there and try to have somebody watch like 25 of your stupid little videos with your stupid little Snapchat filters on. It's 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 rude. It's rude and it's dumb and you should stop. Yeah. You know what? Those people should actually be kicked off of social media. <laughs> wow. They need a timeout. <laughs> you know, you can mute them. I know. I, and I have. I've actually muted a lot of people. I think I might have mute. I want to say just maybe one or two people. I usually. Did, did you mute me? No, I didn't mute, mute okay. you. But uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I can't remember who it was. But uh, yeah, I, I know I've, I've muted at least one person. It takes a lot for me to to want to mute you. I mean, you have to be doing some pretty awful things that I, even if I disagree with you, I don't feel the need I need to unfollow you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Why does why do some people when they're going through Facebook or Instagram and they get offended feel like I can't follow them anymore? I don't know. I, I don't get that. It's like I I I don't have to agree with that person because society's full of a. Uh, I mean, we're, it's just chocked full of like a bunch of soft people now. Yeah. I like to hear everybody's opinions and I, and I feel like everybody sure. should have their, their right to have a, their Absolutely. opinion. And even if I don't agree with it yeah. I, and if I don't want to read it, I'll just keep scrolling and I just won't pay attention to it. I don't feel the need. I need to unfriend somebody or no, you don't have to unfriend them. You know, I mean, it doesn't bother me. I, I see a lot of that with all this political stuff happening. People just the like Trump you're, stuff. you're unfriend. Yeah. Trump stuff, Gun control. right stuff, left stuff, independent. It's yeah. yeah, that's, that's what's going on with that. Um, so I like where you're going with that though. I think there, you know, there needs yeah. to be like, you know, we've eradicated a lot of stuff in this town, you know, I mean, we've done a lot of hard work here, you know, pet adoptions are up since the podcast started. Absolutely, Auto theft is down. I mean, except for your car, <laughs> which by the way, oh yeah, Auto- dude, where's my car check-in? Um, what's, uh, what's the word? Uh, you know what? I've decided that, uh, I am, have they found your car yet? I'm no longer going to, um, share my life on the air. So it's off limits now. Sorry. I can't give you an update. I need an update. Did they find it? I'm yes so or no? sorry. I can't. Yes or no? No, I can't. Well, then what are we doing this podcast for? Because this is about our lives. Well, it is, but I can't speak upon my life anymore. What does that even mean? I don't know. Are you just being a dick? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say because... It's a simple yes or no question. Okay, no, they did not find my car. That's all I needed to know. Thank God. I'm kind of glad I didn't get my car back. And uh, I'm a little upside down in my car. So Is that what they said? Well, yeah, no, I checked it out, and I'm upside down in the car. I checked, and I thought you were just fine. Well, I thought I was, too. Are they paying your retail? We'll talk about it off the air. Okay. You need me to help you with this. No, I don't, I don't need any help with it. It's no, you do. Those, no, you do. You okay. need me to help. No, you don't need, I don't need any help. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> it's okay to ask for a little It's like I feel help. good, and then all of a sudden you bring up, oh, yeah, my car. And then it's like, oh, gosh. 
You know what? You're driving a very nice car right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. Somebody I am very Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I am. Um, but still, it, it still doesn't feel good, you know? Yeah. Um, so before we started the podcast, I was actually talking to Dex about something, and I want to unpack this a little bit because he's being a little bitch about something. What? what, what and what um, talking about? Well, I mean, I was talking to you about the tickets tomorrow. Tickets go on sale for... Rage Against the Machine, mm-hmm. and the first three or four shows they're doing, they're doing them along the border, and all of that money is going towards a charity, like an immigrant charity that Rage Against the Machine is, you know, pointed the money to. And I was telling Dex that I'm going to buy tickets for the show, and we need to go down there as a podcast, as a show. And go do this so we can come back and report to you guys. No, it sounded like you were trying to get me to go with your church. And I don't know if I want to travel with your church in a white van. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's the date for this? Rage Against the Machine. What's the date? Well, you have your phone in your hand. I'm Why trying don't you to find pull it, it up and look at it. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Last I think time. it's March. Last... March or April. Okay. Let me check my calendar. Let me see what I can do here. Because I don't, you know, I, I'm 40 years old now. I don't travel to go watch a band. I can barely go down to the Sunshine Theater and watch a band. So, you want me to go to Las Cruces? Here's the deal. I'm going to buy tickets for the Las Cruces show because I want to come back and talk about the show on the podcast. Hopefully, if I do everything right, we'll have uh, somebody from Rage Against the Machine on the show with us at some point. And I think it, it's a big deal. This is a big deal. And you're being a big old sissy about it. He's This is what he said. Before, when I first started talking to him, he's like, yeah, Las Cruces is kind of far. And yeah, it's three and a half hours. It's three hours. Who cares? Really? I've got a nice, comfortable car. It's March 28th. That's a Saturday. Okay, good. You know, you're being such a little pecker. What time would we have to leave? I don't know. What time does the show start? Seven? I have the fire academy. I can't just... just I, I have things going on in my life. I Seven? Seven a.m.? I, I, I didn't say 7 a.m. I, 7 p.m.? I said, what time does the show start? Seven, 7 p.m.? Probably, yeah. That's normal. So then we probably would have to leave here by like... I don't know. Are we going to stay the night? Probably stay the night. Two. Can we stay at a red lion? At a what? A red lion. What's a red lion? You've never stayed at a red lion? No. Is it like a Motel 6? <laughs> it was my favorite hotel when I was a kid. I don't even know if they have them We're anymore. definitely not staying there then. <laughs> I love the red lion. No. We'll get like an Airbnb or something. Econo Lodge? We'll get an Airbnb. I don't know, man. I'm, I don't know. We'll see. Are you really being that non-committal I, about I it? would love to see Rage Against the Machine. Then let's go. I would for, love For to. the show, for the podcast. If they were in Albuquerque, Are I'd you buy committed the to the podcast? Absolutely. But this isn't a traveling podcast. This is a, no, we got a podcast in your basement and we don't really travel or go anywhere. No, you knew we were going to travel. We have to go to Dallas soon. We got Dallas? Go to- what are you talking about? Dallas? <laughs> what? You never told me about Dallas. Yeah, we're going, we going to Dallas for for a, a huge video game tournament. You never told me about this. Yeah, a video game tournament. Yeah, dude, what? an esports tournament. What? Yeah. Why do we? Why? 
What do you mean why? Because there are so many people that are into esports. It's going to be what? amazing. <laughs> I'm so confused. Do you really want to go to this? Yeah, why wouldn't you want to go to Dallas for an esports tournament? Do you know it's going to be Dude, I don't want There to. are professional athletes that go to these things. So? I mean, these guys are like rock stars. It's amazing. So, are we going to be able to get them on? Yes. Okay. See, that's the rub right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's the rub. I've been in this situation before where it's like, oh, we'll be able to get this person and this person and we'll go down here and we'll stay here. And guess what? None of it ever. Has it ever happened with me? Yeah. All the time. Give me one example. All the time. Give me one solid example. You are known. No, I want you to give me one solid example, sir. Come on. You're making me think about things from years ago. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to. Call me to the call me to the carpet like that. I want one good example of when I Ricky on the phone. He's never done. produced. When have I never produced? Oh, you've done that many times, sir. When you have who? But you're but you have you have said, oh, we'll be able to get that person, and then we don't. It's happened. It's everybody fine. I've done it. I've done everybody it. that I've said we get for the podcast so far. We've gotten. Um, let me think here. No, there's one. She's coming on after after uh, Valentine's Day. Remember I told you that. Okay. Betsy Brandt will be on after Valentine's Day. Okay. You know, hey, I'm just saying. I didn't sign on. First off, you know I didn't even want to do this podcast, and you talked me into it. Now you're talking about traveling around the country? Yeah, because we're going to be podcasters soon. <laughs> That's all we're going to do. We don't have to travel around. That's the beauty about having a podcast. But at some point, we need to. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. For what reason? We have to go out and do stuff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, we don't. You know what? <laughs> Nobody wants Army. us to travel. Buck and Dex Army, I want you to email Dex or just hit him up on social media or whatever and tell him to quit being such a baby. It just doesn't seem it, it, it's a waste of money. It's a waste of money. People are going to pay for the trip. Okay, then it's a waste of my time. Okay. Really? It's a waste of my time. Because we could you're do so we could do just we could do a great show right here from your basement. We are doing a great show. What's the difference if we do it at, at a video game convention? It's not a video game here? convention, it's an esports. It just tournament. means I have to travel. And I don't want to. We have to travel. You can Skype me in. You're like an old curmudgeon. You can Skype me in. You're the oldest. With technology now, you can younger Skype. man that I've ever met in my life. You can just like Jackie. You can you can you can pull up your phone and Facetime me and plug me in. And I th- boom! I I'm think there. we're going to. Why didn't change- we do Facetime? Huh? Think about that next time. Do you think it would sound like? Um, it doesn't sound good. How do you know? Well, besides, she doesn't have an iPhone. You talking about Facetime audio? Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't have an iPhone. But if they did, it'd probably sound pretty good. Well, we've tried that before. Remember? We did. Yeah. Not. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. did. We? Yeah. It didn't work, huh? It worked, but it sounded better on the phone. Huh. We need a producer, Morgan. What happened to Morgan? I'm going on a, um, I'm climbing the, uh, the tram, the La Luz Luz Trail on Friday with uh, Morgan. You're going to go run it? We're going to try. We're going to try to run at the top. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Talk to him. Eight miles, eight and a half miles to the top. We're going for it. You know what? Any other podcast would kill to have the opportunities that we're going to have. We get to go to esports tournaments. I don't want to go to. We get to go to concerts. I don't want to go to. We were supposed to be broadcasting from uh, the Fighters Hotel for the UFC fight that's happening this weekend, and you're too busy. I could do it. 
You never asked me about that. No, I did. You said you were too busy. That's a lie. I sent you a text. That's a lie. Check your text. No, he didn't. No, I never got I never got that text from you. All right. Buck and Dex Army, I need you to help me with Dex. He's being an old grumpy lady. I you know what you're here's the thing with Buck. He's he's all talk. And then when it comes really, down to Really I'm all it, talk? What episode is this? What episode I mean, number is this? I'm not talking 15. about 15. I'm not talking about this. I'm just talking about when it when you're talking about things about going on the road. I mean, you have a family, man. You have kids. You have a wife. Why do you think I want to go on the road? <laughs> <laughs> I need a break, son. <laughs> you need a break. <laughs> you know what? I'll not go, for my wife. I love my wife. Cash is coming with us. <laughs> Cash is awesome. <laughs> Did you listen to the episode with uh, Levi when Cash kept crashing? No, but I asked my girlfriend, I'm like, because she listens, and I, and I asked her if she could hear Cash, and she said, oh my gosh, it was it was so funny. The cutest thing ever. Cutest thing ever. He is just, dude, he reached up and grabbed, touched, put his hand on the stove yesterday. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I was just walking in the house when it happened. It was like four o'clock, and I heard this shrill screaming coming oh, from no. my bedroom. Well, he will never do it done. again. Yeah. All of his fingertips. Oh, poor All thing. blistered. He's not going to, it's going to be like the movie seven. He's not going to have fingertips anymore. Finger or fingerprints. You know, when my, uh, when Jaden was little, my daughter, she was probably around Cash's age, maybe a little bit younger. She was freaking out and we thought she was having a, like a temper tantrum. And so we put her in timeout and she fell asleep after crying for like 30 minutes. Cause that's, she used to be a demon child, man. She would cry and freak out. And so she finally fell asleep after 20 minutes of screaming. When she woke up, we picked her up and her hands were blistered and she had touched the, we had one of those flat stoves. Like I have. Yeah. And she touched it and she, she was crying because she had burnt her hand. That is just bad parenting. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Jeez. Oh, oh. Seriously, man. I wonder I if I know. can still call CYFD. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have any scars. She's good. I mean, probably on the inside. But Yeah, she's scarred on the inside for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I don't know. So on the next episode of the podcast, Chuck Hammond, the man who fired us. Mr. Silver Fox himself. He will be joining us and we're just going to hang out and shoot the shit with him. Yeah, this will be a pretty good interview. Uh, Chuck used to be uh, that boss he would walk into our studio every morning just to check in on us. And every once in a while we'd get him on the air, but, um, he, he loved it. He loved being on the, he air. did. And you know what? I loved him. I thought he was a great boss. He was always good to us. And we're going to find out the real reason why we were fired. Do you think he'll be able to, uh, no, I don't think he'll tell us. You don't think so? No, no, I don't think so. Hmm. But if you guys have questions that you would like answered, go ahead and post them on our, uh, I guess on our Facebook page, our Instagram, make sure you guys follow us too. And also I just set up a YouTube page. So it's up and it's live. We don't have any content up there yet, but we will soon. And uh, we're going to figure out how to do some video down here. But for now, if you want to follow us and subscribe on YouTube, you can find it. It's just the Buck Index podcast. Are people uh, contributing to our, um, our Patre- Patreon? Our Patreon page? How many we got? Uh, we have four people that have contributed to our Patreon page, so thank you to the four people. Shout-outs to them. I take it back. We have more than... Do we? More than four. We have six. Six? Six people are hooking us up, helping us keep the podcast stream alive. Jared Geist did it. Hiram did it. Sal did it. 
Thank you guys. Our friend Eric, Colonel Eric did it. Brandon did it. Brandon's our biggest one. And uh, thank you guys so much. And then also Joseph. Thank you to all our Patreon people that did this. Oh, that's very uh, cool. And helped support us. And, yeah, but you know, I whatever mean, you can, you know, five, ten bucks, a hundred bucks, two thousand dollars, no, whatever no, you want. Not a hundred dollars, not what do you what do you mean not a hundred dollars? They a hundred dollars, they they can give us a hundred dollars. Some people want this podcast to grow. I want this podcast to grow, and I want you guys to know that like all of this, we're not making money off of this stuff. You know, I haven't seen a cent yet. Buck will not share any of the financials <laughs> with me. So uh I don't know. I'm just trusting him right now. He's gotta trust me because a lot of money has gone into just starting this thing. Yeah, all the money's just going to go to grow in the podcast. Yeah. We're going to have video soon. We're going to have all that stuff. So, But thank you so much to all you people that have supported us on Patreon. And make sure you guys support our, our uh, sponsors, all of our sponsors that we have. Yeah, absolutely. And if you would like to sponsor the Buck Index podcast, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, you know what I figured out? We, uh, we missed a golden opportunity. We should have just called this the bad podcast. The bad podcast? Yeah, because it sounds funny that it's, it would be called the bad podcast and it's like an acronym for Buck and Dex podcast. Oh my gosh. But. Change the name. I can't. Why? Because there's a bad podcast out there. And it's these two really young girls that sound like they're 18, 19 years old and they're super annoying. Think we could ask them if they'd give us the name? Yeah, they might. They only have um, two episodes posted, but they were from December of 2019. So Okay. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. But anyway, thank you guys all for listening and uh, thank you for supporting the Buck and Dex podcast. Next episode, Chuck Hammond. Make sure you guys send us your questions, thebuckindexarmy at gmail.com, or you can just go to our social media sites and follow us there and ask your questions. And thank you, Full Metal Jackie. Find her on Instagram. I don't know. Is it it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just looked up bad podcast. Hmm. It's not good. I mean, the name's appropriate. <laughs> I don't know why it's called Bad Podcast. Bad Podcast. There's Bad Friends Pod. Did you look on Instagram? I think we had to start another podcast called Strangers with Candy. <laughs> you know what no, we were talking it, with Levi about? Yeah, the, uh, the Jump in My Van. Jump in My Van and record the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Seriously, I think it's a great idea. There it is, Bad Podcast. Strangers with Candy. I like that one better. I, I threw up because I had a hangover. The Bad Podcast. And... No, wait. No, I sneezed <laughs> the day of having it. All right, so I threw up. <laughs> These guys actually sound really good, actually. That's not who I listen to. Well, they they have the bad podcast on Instagram. Oh, okay. From well, Bridgewater, whatever. Mass. All right. Hey, thank you, guys. We'll uh, talk to you soon. That's all we got. There ain't no more. That's right. Time is tight. It's the end of the show. That's right.